You're locked into This Is How, the podcast where we go behind the scenes to uncover the job roles shaping the most influential brands and companies and culture. For free content, resources and advice to kickstart your dream career, as well as insider tips directly from our podcast guests and industry experts, head to our website at thisishow.co.uk. My name is Gwalia. I'm a freelance journalist and editor, the founder of women's basketball collective called the Hackney Gazelles, and occasionally I DJ too. And my name is Alex, and I'm a creative director and copywriter working in sportswear and fashion, having previously co-founded The Daily Street and Crep City magazine. Heads up, this episode has been recorded remotely over video call, so please excuse any bumps or background noise. On today's episode, we're meeting Leila Katumba, who works as a full-stack developer at fashion brand All Saints. So yeah, Leila, welcome to the podcast. A little round of applause in our digital studio. Thank you for having me. Round of applause. (laughs) Welcome, Leila. Thank you. Full stack developer at All Saints. Yeah. What is a full stack developer? So a full stack developer is someone that takes care of the front end and back end side of things. So everything that you see on screen from like designing to developing the interface and also the back end, which is all about databases, gathering data to make sure that it's just streaming in in the right places. So yeah, that's all of what full stack is in a nutshell. Talk us through your job and what it, what it actually involves being a developer for both front and back end. So All Saints is a fashion company. So what we work on is creating software applications for clients making sure that it looks good and it's user-friendly and it's usable and all of that. And then we also make sure that, um, yeah, the functionality works well for our clients, especially clients that want to buy into All Saints products um, in bulk. And when we're talking clients, are we we talking like customers going on the website and buying stuff? Who are these clients? Um, So these clients are um, retailers, so whether ASOS might need a bulk of All Saints clothes on their site or House of Fraser, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of these outlets um, that store our brand in their um, companies. Everyone has a different team, but I look after that side of things. Um, But there are developers that look after the website and actual customers that actually buy products from the website. Excuse my lack of knowledge here, but like I hear developer and I think someone who does code. Yeah. That's basically it. Is that like a really basic description? I mean, yeah, in a sentence, basically that's what Okay. So give us an idea like what kind of stuff you'd be building uh, at All Saints then for these clients. So we just build like software applications. So um, for example, they would log into the software that we create for them. They'll have like login credentials. And then from their perspective, they just see the, t- um, the quantity that they want to um, purchase in bulk, um, the clothes that they want to choose as well, the type of products they want. Um, and yeah, that, that's how they kind of communicate with us. And it just makes it so much easier. Um, there are like third party softwares that um, outside of the company that offer those services, but we wanted everything to be um, in-house and we built it from scratch, especially because it saves costs as well. We always like try to innovate things ourselves 
Um, and that's why I love being a developer at All Saints because it really gives you the freedom to think about what you want to also bring to the company. Oh, that's cool. So you can pitch ideas up as well. Yeah, the culture there is just really cool where um, that everyone's just open to new things. And is that like based out of like a hierarchy thing? Like how long have you been there? Um... So I've been there about a year now. Um, but my managers always told me like from when I started, like don't be too shy to like um, talk about things that you want, you think should change in the business or any ideas that you think would be good. If you don't mind me asking, a year in the company, you get to like pitch up to people. Um, how old are you? I'm 23, so yeah. Come on, Layla, <laughs> let's go. Yeah, it's crazy though, because I feel like with um, being a developer, like if you work really hard, you can be a senior at like 25. Do you know what I mean? It's not ah, really, man. yeah, like it doesn't really matter what age you are, like as long as you work hard. I've seen a lot of people that are my age or um, just a few years older than me that are in senior roles just because of like their work ethic. All right, so give us a, like an overview of your day-to-day then. So the process would be like, obviously I'll come in, settle down, look at my emails, um, and then I would work with my senior developer So as a junior developer, you always have like a senior developer and they basically help you, they train you, they support you and like they'll give you tasks and it's like they're your buddy. If you're stuck with any problems, if your code breaks and you just need it fixed, like they can just advise you on what to do. So it's having that support there because as a junior, you're quite like, I wouldn't say new, but... um, you're kind of thrown into the deep end, but it's good to have that senior developer to like guide you along the way. So yeah, so I'll be with my senior developer most of the time. Um, In the morning, we have like a stand up, which basically means, um, so it's an agile term. So um, agile is basically when you're working in a certain way with your team, to make sure that you're always adapting to new changes within the business. Um, So it's like, if you're, if you have a project um, and you have a fixed deadline, um, the agile methodology is about um, being willing to adapt to different changes that happen in the business, even though you're doing things in a certain way. And obviously that works amazingly with fashion because fashion's always changing customers preferences are always changing as well um so yeah so we would have a stand-up and then we'll talk about what we did yesterday what we did today and like if there's any issues that we've um had with any projects that we're working on and then we'll just discuss that in our morning meeting every day that meeting yeah like every morning for like 10 minutes like okay it's not an intense one yeah yeah it's just like a what's everyone doing today quickly uh, you mentioned agile a couple of times there it's a term that i've heard like thrown around in tech quite a bit is it quite a common thing in like as a developer you're going to come across this is this the kind yeah. of thing that if someone thinks ah oh, this this sounds really interesting i want to get into it should they go and read up on agile and be aware of it before trying to get jobs etc yeah definitely i think it's 100 percent a term that you should know because most companies work in an agile way um and yeah i think it's even impressive to see that someone knows about um 
that sort of methodology mm. so yeah like if if you're in an interview and you're applying for a developer role definitely mention agile a little name drop yeah <laughs> even if you don't know what it means just yeah just <laughs> agile i work in an agile way what would you say are like the most important bits of software that you're working with day to day then like um visual studio um team services so we use that to like just streamline like what we put out to production if that makes sense so if we do like a certain project and we're saving the project it's done it's ready to be pushed to the cloud so we would use like things like google cloud services we'll just use um, any sort of cloud-based services um to keep pushing all of our um software releases to production um and then we'll work on new um projects and we'll keep like going through that cycle and that's basically called the software development cycle so it's like we have these different environments so we have like a testing environment where when we work on projects we're just testing things out and making sure things work and then we have like a development environment where we just work on things where we're just like experimenting with things. So it's not, it's nothing that's going to go into production yet, but it's just something where we can play around with things. And then there's like a production environment where, okay, everything's done, going to push it to production. It's ready to go live basically. Um, And that's kind of how the whole software development cycle works. So you mentioned the cloud quite a lot there. Um, yeah the whole vibe of 2020 has been working from home so is this the kind of job that you can easily do remotely is that quite common or does everyone need to be together and be able to see other screens or um so yeah it's a very remote working job like a lot of people do like to work with the team um in person but um depending on the company as well, if they give you that um, flexibility to work um, from home, which um, I think most tech companies do. um, Yeah. You have the flexibility to literally make the same effort at home. And there's a lot of like developers in all saints that um, our team works with that um, work literally remotely from home 24 seven. And they live in a whole different like country or like area um in the uk okay that's cool so like where you live isn't really like a barrier in terms of this job role literally and i remember when i watched a youtube um channel of a guy that um has so much experience in development like over 10 years and he literally moved to like a country in asia but he still has his clients like all around the world but he's just living his best life so Yeah. yeah like I feel like once you get up the ladder and in software development, you have so many like opportunities to just be flexible and you have the freedom to kind of work the way you want to work. I feel like this is a really good future-proofed industry. Yeah. <laughs> freedom, we like yeah. that. What kind of salary are we talking in terms of a bracket? Sort of, you don't have to tell us your exact salary. We're not that nosy, but... <laughs> You want to give people like an idea of what you can expect to earn as a junior and um, a software developer? I think it depends on the company you work for. But as a junior level developer, I think it would range from 
as as small as 20 to um sometimes even 40k depending on the company like the range is wow. really huge yeah that's nice the range is really huge. Like if you Alex packed for, up. Mm, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if a junior, yeah. Yeah, like I picked the wrong industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it all depends on the company. Like if they're really doing well, especially startups. I feel like a lot of people need to um, try and apply for startup companies. I feel like you don't always have to go for the companies that are popping all the time sometimes yeah the bait thing literally sometimes it's the startups that are doing really well and then once you see that they've grown so much and you're in the company like you're just you know on double your salary so Mm. yeah don't sleep on the startup companies wow advice good tactic tactic. (laughs) yeah because they they work you really hard as well they give you so much responsibility like i've seen some of my friends work for startup companies and they get paid quite a lot coding isn't necessarily something that's widely taught in schools like what yeah. made you interested to then like go to like did you go to uni like what happened and how did you get there into thinking oh this is my direction yeah so I feel like um the way I kind of started out was in college so I did computing I tried out the course my mom was just like oh I think you should try computing because you're good with computers but I literally when she said that it's only because I've done like one two things that anyone can do for, uh, for her but yeah you know moms are but um yeah <laughs> you, you help me with my Facebook page you should go work in computers literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah that that convinced me enough so I literally um did it at A levels um but I I, I wouldn't say I hate it. I really liked it, but I think because I was like the only girl, like it was only like two girls, I think, in our um, in the whole of our class, and yeah, I feel like that kind of intimidated me a little bit. So yeah, I didn't really do well in um, college, but then I was still motivated to do it in uni. So I studied computer science with AI, um, and I did well in in that. So yeah I feel like I just didn't want to back down especially because there's not a lot of girls in tech um so and especially black female um, females in tech so I really wanted to like you know step into that gap and just be an inspiration to other um, people that look at like me so yeah so I just kept going on Um, oh my god I'm your new biggest fan (laughs) Um, that was the perfect answer everyone give her her crown let's just finish the podcast here so you went and studied it at uni and obviously like you said there is such a a a low amount of black women within tech um but you persevered and now you're killing it at work but what were some of the courses that you did and what's some of the advice I think that maybe you would give to someone who was in that field or in that environment at university Because I think what you did with maybe like your transition to your internship, Alex and I were discussing, um, not a lot of people know that you should do a year placement. And Mm. I think we often forget that you should do a placement. I would have killed for a placement. Yeah, it's it's advice we've got on this podcast before. If you're going to do a degree, find one that does a year in industry. 
which I wish someone had told me before my degree. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. It's literally the best advice you could give because, um, yeah, that's something that I, um, luckily did. And it's really, it's really helped shape my career so far. Um, and yeah, you just get to actually, you know, have that experience because anyone can have a degree, but then when you have that experience there, to help you um, it really makes a difference so yeah I'll definitely recommend it to anyone but at the same time like I've had friends that haven't done a placement year and they've still especially on the tech side of things they've still worked on like their own personal projects and that's helped them to find jobs okay so yeah I guess it's all about being active outside of that degree yeah in itself right so if if, if you've got the the willpower and like the self-control to do it without a year in industry mm-hmm. that's good and at the same time for other people it's good to get out of that uni environment and go and like put that knowledge to use in the industry for a bit yeah and I feel like one thing I would have like advised myself like if I could go back I would actually like make sure that I code in my spare time during uni because I didn't do any of that Yes. Um, I feel like after oh God, four that's a years, story. <laughs> literally after three, four years of being in uni, like not coding as much, like I feel like I would be in a whole different position. So for like anyone that's in uni that's studying a tech related course, definitely code like at least an hour a day and just see how you get on because it will really make a difference. Do you have to do a degree? Is there much value to it? Uh, yeah um I feel like you don't have to I feel like a lot of companies and just um recruiters would like to see the projects that you've built yourself like you could have done a law degree but then you code so much in your spare time and you have a great portfolio compared to someone that studied computer science with no projects so I feel like you don't necessarily need a degree but it also depends on the company because like sometimes they're strict and they'll be like, yeah, you need a master's, you need a um, graduate degree in computer science. But um, some companies are really open to um, that. So like, I think Monzo is a great example because they even like, if you was to go on careers on Monzo, they'll show you that a lot of their employees um, don't have anyone that has a degree background whatsoever. Like they just coded wow. in their spare time and yeah. Oh, that's really cool. <laughs> they so, coded their way in. Literally. Yeah, literally. yeah. There are tutorials and quizzes for you to get involved in on thisishow.uk and you can figure out if maybe a career in coding or software development like Layla is something for you. So check out thisishow.uk. What led you to All Saints? Um, so I started off as an intern at ASOS um, during uni and that kind of helped me to work in the fashion industry and then after finishing my internship and graduating um, when I applied for jobs I think it was quite um, I wouldn't say easy but it was it was quite a good path for me because I already have experience in the fashion industry So I think they saw my CV, they saw that I know um, how to work in a fashion business um, in terms of tech. And I think that's like one of the reasons why they um, considered me. 
so yeah so I feel like I've kind of took the route of going through the fashion route which which has been really cool because I love clothes and I like um tech and fashion together um I think it's a really cool mix so yeah it's been really a cool journey so far and was that like always planned as your journey did you set out adamant you were gonna get a job in the fashion industry or um just what happened yeah literally just happened because i applied for my internship like a day before the deadline so i didn't really take it (laughs) it fine babe yeah a proper why not (laughs) literally like i just applied for any sort of company that i thought was interesting so i didn't really mind what route i'll take as long as it's like an interesting role um but yeah i guess you know everything happens for a reason so i just fell into that route there's so much creative um, opportunities in tech. So like whatever industry you go into, really, like there's always an opportunity for you to create your own ideas and develop your own solutions to problems. Talk to us about like that year in industry and like how important it was and then also how that helped you get a job after. Yeah, my placement is definitely has definitely helped me to be where I am today. Um, so after applying and like even the process of like getting an interview, um, I made sure like I went on YouTube and like saw people that have interned before and just got as much advice, uh, advice as possible. And then like even maybe previous interns at ASOS, I feel like definitely do your research. Um, Glassdoor is the best resource for like looking at what people, um, um, how the structure of the interview was um, to prepare What's you Glass for Glassdoor, sorry? So Glassdoor is like, um, it's kind of like Indeed and Google Jobs. So they just list different jobs from different companies. But what's um, great about Glassdoor is that they have like a review section where you can give the company feedback or... Oh my God, I love this. I love yeah. this so much. I love Glassdoor because I'm... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is so like honestly, I think it's probably people like, get very, very honest. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> but yeah, they have like an interview section where it shows you like the process. Like I've, I've when I've like applied for jobs before, I'd always look at um, other interns that work there, and then they'll tell me, okay, so this is the first stage, this is the second, and this is the third. So that will help and prepare you. So I did a lot of research around that. Um, when applying for jobs and then um, yeah and then towards the interview I just made sure I read a lot about the company and the culture as well it's important to like read about the culture the like latest things that's going on to show that you're so interested in the company Um, and yeah like just being really organized because even though like as students it's like we like Obviously, like with a retail job, it's like kind of easier to get a job there. But when it's like a company, like you really need to like do a lot of research and, you know, talk about your life and like where you want to be in like five years. So having that sort of um, knowledge beforehand really helps you to um, prepare you for the, yeah. the, the interview. I love how deep it sounds like you research them as well yeah that's good advice and also I guess if you're nervous in those situations that'll really help calm those anxieties in advance if you kind of know what's what's upcoming right 
well, even with nervousness as well like just always see because the way I see it, I feel like if I'm in an interview and I want to get a job somewhere I always kind of see the person as a potential colleague so not like they're you know intimidating me but yeah. like because they would probably be your colleague because you sit with your um, your potential manager yeah. and one of your like colleagues so like having that sort of mindset really relaxes you and I think most companies just want you to be yourself and I feel like in like the tech sort of world everyone's like really laid back and they may have these like funny tech jokes so everyone's really chill so I feel like yeah just be yourself and yeah bring your best self having a placement has really given me so much confidence like even just talking in front of like um, directors about like a project that we're working on because that's what they'll kind of use you to do as an intern sometimes like they'll just at least for you to like be knowledgeable about what's going on and present like a small piece of the work um it really helps you to yeah be confident because I was so like shy during my internship because I've never worked like around so many people before and now um, it's really helped me build my confidence, just being around people and talking in front of people and presenting and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'll definitely recommend um, working in a place. Oh, that's cool. Those yeah. moments. Yeah. Like, Shouts to those managers as well that like push people, support you, yeah. help, help you grow. What do you think the most important pieces of software that like yourself and your team use that you would give um, other people advice to get started on right now? Um, I would say um, Visual Studio Code. I think it's one of the best softwares out there just to start coding. Um, a lot of people love it and you can just code in any sort of language on there. Um, it's, there's no particular language. You can just code anything on there. Um, and also Slack, I feel like knowing your way around Slack because a lot of companies use mm. Slack um, you know as a way True. to communicate. No one, I don't think anyone has name dropped Slack on this podcast to date, and yet oh, really? every company I've worked with, it's there. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's a really good one. If you've not found yourself on Slack yet, download it, it's free, Literally. and play around with it, and maybe Work sign up WhatsApp. to a Slack channel. Yeah, it yeah. is Work WhatsApp, isn't it? Yeah. Literally. Work Discord. But yeah. it's really good for sending um, images, I think, that yeah, you were saying, right, Leila? It was like very, like big document files are able mm-hmm. to be sent on it. And I think WhatsApp has now changed their formatting of mm-hmm. WhatsApp. You can now drop documents into WhatsApp, which I think is them trying to keep up with Slack. Because trying yeah. to get in on that work market. Because I feel like with WhatsApp, the pictures come out like bad quality after you Terrible. download it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Slack is like, it keeps it the same. Even if you use it with friends, because I even use like a personal stack with my friends um, when we work on stuff together. Um, but yeah, I think those two would be really good. And I think it's good to like look at some tech news um, pages so that you know what's um, going on. Like even with like terms like agile or like whatever's going on in the industry, just to show that you're interested and you know about. Ooh, what tech magazine are you reading? Q. Um, <laughs> give us the like, best ones. Um, I feel like I don't really. To be fair, this is advice to myself. Is it your advice really, to tell yeah. us you don't read any? 
I don't know. I haven't started yet, but I really need yes. to. Yes. We what stan mag- a scammer. Yeah. Yes, Leila, scam queen. What I'm tech magazines would you recommend to yourself then? Um, why, I think Wired. I don't yeah, know yeah. if you've heard of Wired. No tech crunch. Yeah, oh yeah, and tech crunch. Yeah, yeah. That's a common little one. little point for me there. One name <laughs> drop there. <laughs> Beyond like your university lectures, what were some of the resources that you used to kind of level up and sort of understand the whole course? Um, so I used Udemy. So it's one of those um, online courses, sort of websites that provide. And what I love about Udemy is that usually they price things like at 100, but then they have these crazy sales and it's just like 10, 15 pounds. Nice. So, and you can literally learn anything on there not just tech like anything you want to learn and youtube youtube's like the number one um place especially if you're someone that's um you know gets bored easily of like those 30 hour courses and you just want to learn thing in an hour youtube's the best way to learn it feels like this industry's got quite a lot of like alternative learning if you will with like short courses longer courses free information on youtube all that kind of stuff why do you think that is for this industry? I feel like a lot of people want to just help other people learn. And that's why there's so many free courses like Code Academy and um, all these different like coding sort of free courses because it's so, it's so easily accessible because I feel like everyone just wants to collaborate. It's such a like community based industry where we help each other solve problems and there's a website called stack overflow um, which is something that you would um, get to know if you want to start coding and it's just a place where say if you have an issue with your code you can just type it in and someone's resolved it on there for you so yeah I feel like the communities are very like it's a great community where like we all share each other's like projects where and there's also a website called github where everyone posts their projects on there people like extend other people's projects like it's a very collaborative like sharing sort of environment we'll collate all these together with Layla's fabulous choices and if you want to find out more about the software Layla just mentioned as well as all of the other relevant like tech sites to visit um, go to thisishow.uk and you can find a full comprehensive list of all of the cute moments that Layla just said Is there like any specific people like mentors that have helped you along the way? Um, I feel like my manager at ASOS really helped me. Like, I wouldn't know where I'd be without her. Like, she was like an older sister, basically. <laughs> like, she'll just make sure that I'm on top of things. And, um, like, because I work hard under pressure, I'm one of those people that work hard under pressure. So she really, like, just made sure that, you know, I'm doing what I need to be doing. So I feel like she really helped me um, alongside that. And especially my team. Um, Because as a um, junior or intern, you always have like a senior developer that helps you along your way. So is it quite common to find those mentors in this industry kind of within the teams you're working in? Yeah, so I feel like it depends on the company again. Like sometimes they'll provide you with a mentor or like a buddy to help you just even just around the office and just get you settled in. 
Um, but yeah, like there's always someone there to help you, definitely. Let's uh, move on to your mentorship program, Code Collabs. Oh, yeah. Give this a solid plug. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Code oh, Collabs. Yeah, that thing I set up. Yeah, yeah. Um, tell us about it. What's Code Collabs? Um, so, Code Collabs is a sort of coding community of people that just want to learn to code. If you're someone that is a complete beginner, or um, you are knowledgeable about coding, you've coded before, but you just want to be a part of it. Um, So it's literally for everyone, whatever skill level you're on. Um, And it's just a way to create a safe space for people to just learn and learn from each other. um, And yeah, just network most of all as well. And a part of the mentorship program was just designed to help especially a lot of black ethnic minorities, um, not just black ethnic minorities, but just mostly focused on that just because of the lack of black ethnic minorities in tech. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we've centred it around that so that we've um, helped a lot of black people that um, have no experience in tech to be mentored by someone um, just to help them pave the way for their potential career. And that's some, so cool Leila that's amazing yeah and some people like mentor like once a week so I have two mentees um and I catch up with them um once every two weeks um but yeah it's really good because you can see how like you know being that accountability partner to them mm-hmm. really like makes them want to learn and seeing that you're someone that's inspiring them they want to be where you are um yeah it really motivates them I mean, what is it? The quote, you cannot be what you cannot see. Um, wow, so that's a really good quote. You were talking about the 100 days of coding, I believe, and I think it was something to do with leak code, which I found really interesting. Yeah. Pay attention, guys. Layla has all the actual <laughs> hacks. <laughs> so basically, there's a website called Leak Code, um, which is kind of a coding exercise website that allows you to... Um, find different interview sort of questions for companies so they'll literally have like a google interview um sort of technical task for you to do so something similar to what they've done before so it seems like these sort of developers or um people that are a part of that organization um get like different questions that are quite common from different companies like amazon google Um, all these big companies and it just helps you to um, continue to train so it can prepare you for the technical interview that you'll probably most likely have on any sort of developer job Um, I haven't actually started on it yet but I'm definitely going to because I know that that's a key to getting through um, and getting a job Twitter has like a 100 days of code sort of hashtag Um, which basically allows you to code something a day. So I used it um, during lockdown to build websites from scratch and it's really helped me to um, just be motivated and because everyone's kind of looking at the progress you're making, it kind of makes you want to keep doing it and um, focus on it and not lose track of it so yeah 100 days of code is definitely a great way if you're ever like lacking in motivation 
but want to keep coding, definitely be a part of that. This is where we get to do the mini CV that you've kindly filled out for us. Okay, so name. We always read this out as if like people are <laughs> going to get it wrong. Uh, Leila, yep, correct. <laughs> oh, a personal touch, no surname, just the just the full Ooh, name. like no Beyonce. <laughs> Delange, Beyonce, yeah, no Prince, <laughs> Leila. <laughs> <laughs> Socials, we've got options here. Nice. All right, Insta, Leila Nasali. Am I saying that right? Yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. Twitter, Leila uh-huh. Codes. IG. And YouTube as well. First person to give us a YouTube. Layla Nasali, again, N-A-S-S-A-L-I. Career highlight? My career highlight would be working at ASOS as a software engineer intern. I had a great experience working there and it's molded me into the developer and person that I am today. Pew, pew, pew. Thanks, nice. ASOS. You've been Big up, ASOS. Cute. Thanks, ASOS. <laughs> All right, best failure. I'll take this one then. Did the damn thing for our girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best failure. My best failure would be coding all day long just to realize I have so many errors that I need to resolve and then spending my whole day looking up on Google why my code doesn't work, lol. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even see that as like a funny failure. My, like, my heart died reading that. It was soul crushing. That, that makes me every <laughs> I could feel the pain story. in it. <laughs> why should we hire you? Al, you take it. Okay, here we go. I'm fun to be around and I'm always down for a quick stroll to the pub after work. Oh, I got yeah. hired. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm a simple woman to please. Research, stroll to the pub. Researched our office culture. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> he really gets me. You've been listening to This Is How, created by Nominate and Liberty, your essential resource for finding a path into digital careers at the companies you love. Head over to our website at thisishow.uk to listen to more episodes, find the industry role most suited to you and discover free training to help you get the job you want. <laughs> everyone like really gets into it like by the second paragraph everyone's a professional it's fab i love it the best first podcast i've ever been on so thank you i'll take Aww. that i will take that i'll pay you later later <laughs> <laughs>